Ah, welcome back to What Happened right. to Us with Nate and Hugh, and we will be joined by Sam at some point in the near future, hopefully. And here she is. Hey! Timing as perfect. Hi, Sam. Sorry. No, no, no. Don't, nothing Perfectly to be sorry timed. about. Perfectly timed. I had to take a shower because I have to use my lunch break to do that because I woke up late today. No, okay. Hey. Oh. <laughs> I also just took a shower. Just so, so. I could... Just so I could look good for you guys. <laughs> oh, that's sweet. No, I just felt like crap. It's been a couple days. <laughs> I also understand right. that. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I mean, since Sunday, I mean, it's not that bad, but yeah. You know. It's just not the best feeling. No, I, I, I'm with you. I haven't showered since Sunday, so I got I got a soak and shower in. So. But. You got a soak, huh? Yeah, yeah. I took a little little tub time, oh. did a little reading in the tub, wow. and then took a shower. You know, hey. That's nice. I'm sure people want to hear about that stuff. So, but I didn't know I was, guys I was, did that. Uh, well, uh, Sam, remember when Monica introduced Chandler to the bath? True. He got really into it. Yeah. I got some Epsom salts he... and stuff, you know. Oh, look at you! you got Fancy some candles and things. Uh, no bath bombs or anything. No, I've been I've been debating on ordering some. So, you know, maybe in the They're near future. They're actually fun, but they make your tub really dirty. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, if you get colored ones, it, it makes your tub really dirty. You have to like constantly clean it because my child loves it. Of course, I bet. yeah, because they're, they're fun. They're fun. I mean, they look fun from all the videos I see. Wow, that came you off. watching that, people bathe. That came <laughs> yeah. off. That came off weird. Yeah. I just realized. That, is that, that a weird? Is that is that a weird like Pornhub filter you can do <laughs> bath bath bombs? I have some female friends who do videotape themselves taking baths. It turns out, so. And, oh, and they like to use for the free? like like for free. like they like live stream it or no? Or? It's just like a well, in their like... stories. I don't know why they do it. I'm like, they drop the bath okay. bombs in the the bathtub, and then it's like, here are my legs. I'm like, okay. I mean, fan only okay. or only fan might be useful. Oh, only fa only fans. Yeah, yeah, I was yeah. gonna say that might be. I'm, I'm sure there are many only fans accounts of of women in a bathtub. Oh, I guarantee you. Or men in, or men in a bathtub. Either way, it works for many many people. I. Uh, yeah, I think I know a few people who do that. I don't know. To each their own. Get your money where you can. True. So. True. So how was everyone's weekend? Uh, Just like any other weekend. <laughs> well, <laughs> I had a major health scare. Yes. You know, I was, it, was, it was touching uh, there for a while, but guys, I'm okay. I've survived the bumblebee. Uh, dis disaster is not the right word. Crises. Crisis of 2020. Oh, yeah, but I'm okay. I'm okay, guys. I'm okay. It wasn't a murder. Hunt, I am. Um, so I. It, it was an unprovoked. I was. It was an unprovoked attack by a bumblebee that, um, I believe, was about the size of a small eagle. Okay. <laughs> uh, maybe, maybe a large pigeon. It was very big. It was like one of those very big, like big circular bumblebees. One of the giant. Okay. One of the giant bumblebees, and it like, it. I was out walking, and it hit me, like, hit me, it just flew into my chest, or maybe I ran, walked into its flight path, I don't know. And then I swatted at it, because it was enormous, and I thought I was hit by a bat or something, the flying bat, not a, not a baseball bat. You're so dramatic. And, uh, yes, I am, Sam. And then it, it went on the offensive, and, and flew down, and just stung me in the arm, and I was like, oh, that's... And then, I don't know if you've ever been stung by a bumblebee. I have. They, so, they they are very they very rarely sting, but it like hurt, and then about a minute or two later, it really hurt and started to swell up, and then like an hour later, my arm was really swollen. Yeah, and I was like, this sucks. And of course, then you venture down the Google things of um, 
how do you know when you're having an allergic reaction? You know, I, I didn't want to be the next Thomas J. Okay. I didn't want to, um, and I don't want to be in a casket with Sam yelling that I needed my glasses on because I can't see without my glasses. I didn't want to want that. But yeah, they, those 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 things hurt, man. Uh, for those of you who don't Screw get that them. reference, that was my girl. I'm sorry. Yeah, if you don't, it, it, sorry, it was a reference from 1992. Uh, somewhere around that three? time. I one maybe. Uh, I don't remember. I mean, Macaulay Culkin's not... 91. Thomas J. Yeah. I was going to say, um, Macaulay Culkin's not really much younger than us, and he was really young in that. It was 91 is when that came out. Jesus. And, um, I mean, I don't want to spoil it for anybody that has not seen the film, but, um, you know. He dies. There's a Hey, I was just going to say there was a situation with bees. You didn't have to... I mean, but he got stung by a lot of bees. Yeah, that's true. That is true. Um, but yeah, but you know, I because it was got so red and swollen, it really didn't hurt that much. I'm kidding. Um, but it did get super red and swollen. So of course, I'm scouring the internet, being like, "What exactly does an allergic reaction to a bee sting look like?" And you know, they said, "If you know, there are all kinds of different sites. It's like looking up on WebMD, which every doctor in the world will tell you you should not look up your symptoms on WebMD because you'll think." The worst case scenario. What? Never. I don't even know it. Oh. <laughs> I don't think I've ever really been on WebMD. I've done it a few times for like nothing, no serious malady. Because of course, if you if it's something serious, you should probably t- speak to an actual professional. Um, but you know, what? I was gonna say once you have a child, you're on WebMD all the time. Just FYI. I'm sure, and I'm sure that's even more. Um, anxiety ridden yeah like when it's when you're when you're because you're of course, of course you're you know we have a friend who um uh who, who they have a small child and the father is a pediatrician and on the one hand you would think that's a good thing because but on the other hand the, the, i would imagine the pediatrician when it's their child they probably even fear the worst even though they're very trained oh yeah like I'm they sure. might even they might even think oh my god it could be this it could be this which is even more anxiety like that's yeah, Full disclosure: I, I texted I texted her all the time to get her husband's opinion on things. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I didn't have his phone a... number, and she's like, "You could just go through me." I'm like, "Okay." Very nice sure of them. Yeah, I'm sure it's very helpful, but I, I imagine, and I'm sure he is much less. It's much less stressful for him to try to diagnose somebody else's child than his own. True. No, I, I imagine. I mean, they have their own like cohorts too. Like you know, I'm sure she goes. Their kid goes to one of his friends. Oh, I'm so, sure. Yeah, it's uh, it's nice to have that person, and it's also nice to have. I found out as you get older, it's nice to have a lawyer friend, a criminal lawyer friend, just in case. J- just in case, True. criminal. Just in case, yeah. Criminal yeah. lawyer, a divorce attorney, just in case. I already called dibs on mine, just in case. Um, and there's a, a whole, you know, like plumbers. I don't have any plumber friends. I don't have any contractor friends. It's nice to have a jewelry guy, um, which I'm sure your dad. Like Nate already oh, has that, which is nice. Yeah, we've got the jewelry guy. We've got the we've got yeah. the gun guys. I do we've have got, a jewelry um, guy. The, Your list is very different than mine. Very different. I have a my, my LA friends. I have a lot of writer comedians who are oh, they are completely useless. Oh, absolutely. Sort of um, can't argue with this. Yeah. Yeah, like if. Yeah, I'm. Um, yeah, I'm of if, no use. If, if you're if you're put you're putting a team together to survive the pandemic, which 
we're, we're not quite to that level yet, but uh, none of my writer comedian friends are people I would choose because I, not, I mean, I mean, you know, they can, a lot of them can order post-its pretty well, I suppose, or uh, Postmates, excuse me, not post-its. Yeah. Um, but yeah. They probably think it's the same thing. I don't thing. really have many friends who are. Our, our friends, have, some of our friends have invented post-its, remember Nate? That is true. That is true. Uh, um, they, uh, but in, uh, they were, to, what was I listening to? Oh, Nick Offerman was doing an interview, uh, somewhere last week and he was talking, he was talking about Parks and Rec and he said that like, th they would even joke on the Parks and Rec, um, among the cast members that in the, if there wasn't a, ever a pandemic and, and, um, Chris Pratt on their own forever because they're like total outdoorsmen. Nick Offerman builds his own furniture and, and things and Chris Pratt's like super hunter. Have any friends that do those things? I'm trying to think. I don't even have those kind of friends on the East Coast. I mean, I have I have family members here in the Midwest that for sure are very, are very outdoorsy fisher, fishermen that can build things. Right. Um, um, my Josh can my husband. He was, yeah. he was a Boy Scout. Oh, there you go. He could start a fire. He could do all that stuff. I mean, he's very well trained, and he's also like a do it yourselfer. You know, he's been doing yeah, a lot of stuff seems, around the house. He seems and stuff. like he always has done that. Yeah, it's nice to have. I mean, sometimes I'll go crazy just trying to figure stuff out, but luckily there's YouTube and stuff now. I can't imagine like, I mean, what did our parents do? They just looked, looked at books and shit, yep. or like watch Bob Villa, yep. Bob Villa, or whatever his name Bob, is. Bob I'm Villa. Like, Villa. 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 Bob Villa. 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 Was it Villa? Villa. Villa. I think it was Villa. Villa. I, yeah. okay. that, the reason I know this, I was uh, neighbors to his his adopted daughter back in college. Oh. Got to meet oh. Bob Villa. I was like, can you do something with the room to help us out here? But, I'm sure he loves to get asked that. He, sure he, yeah. Yeah. No. Didn't, didn't ask him that. I was just thinking in my head. I'm like, this is Bob. Like, Bob Villa was like the biggest star I had ever met. That's a pretty big star. I'd be, I'd, yeah. I'd, I'd be, I'd be impressed for child. It's like almost as good as meeting Bob Ross, you know? Yeah. Oh, nothing as good as Bob Ross. I mean, Mr. Rogers, I think would be bigger at that time. True. Well, I was obsessed with Yan Can Cook growing up. I don't know if oh you watched him. I loved Yan Can Cook. Yeah. <laughs> Yan Can, Can Cook. And so can you. So can you. <laughs> join again. The, the join again is my favorite part because uh -oh. it's very Asian. Yeah. Oh my god, I love that show. I, it's so good. Alive. I was just gonna ask if he was still with us because I know his show is not on anymore, but it might still live on in like PBS. You know, PBS still shows. Oh, he's still like, alive. Yeah, right, the show's not. Seventy-one. I don't know about the show. Like, well, it was, wasn't it like public access? Oh, it, was to, well, it, had, the, it had the production quality of public yeah. access, but that was like long before. Um, Food Network and and those networks, oh, the yeah. Cooking Channel existed. So he he was at, yeah he was definitely Public Access or PBS. Like he he was awesome. Did he only did he like exclusively cook Asian dishes? I can't remember. Oh yeah, I believe so. Because I thought I think, it was like a big deal because he would make like you know fried rice and like noodles and all that other and like stir fry. I remember, yeah, I remember a lot of stir fries and things. Yeah. Um, is is Bob Vila still with us? I believe Bob is still alive. Yes, because I know my my dad recent. I, I he my dad still loves to watch this this old house. I believe is the name of the show. It's still on. It's just Bob Vila left it a long time ago. But I had not 
thought about him in some time. So I just, you know, I hope he's still with us. Yeah, he's still with us down in Miami, Florida. He's 74. Ah. He's not even that, okay, not even that old. Well, I mean, getting there. No, Martin Martin Yen's only 71. That was his first name? I don't think I even knew that. Yeah, Martin Yen. (laughs) Okay. I just Googled him. Um, Good for him, though. I mean, I feel like he kind of was like the Julia Child for Asian food. Yeah, and then later on, there was that other um, big name. He uh, it was an uh, Asian man. I can his name escapes me. Big- yes, I know who you're talking about. Yeah. is it Ming something? No. Yes, that's it. Yes, that sounds really stereotypical. And no, but I think you're awful. right. <laughs> I think you're right. But yeah, well, you can say it. I can't say it, but I'm almost positive his name is Ming. <laughs> no, speaking of Trader Ming, uh, did you hear about Trader Joe's? And people starting an online petition saying that their the labeling of all the, all of their oh, like yeah. ethnic products is like you know a uh, little much. They had a bit offensive. And the thing is, I always thought it was tongue in cheek. I thought it was hilarious. It was, there's like yeah. Trader Jose's and Trader Mings and stuff. But they're actually going to change it. Oh, uh, like Aunt Jemima. You know, they they you know they decided, hey, we're going to change Uncle Ben's and Aunt Jemima and all this stuff because it has a, historically like you know. I suppose, and uh, they don't want to offend people, um, especially this day and age. And in a way, for me, like with Trader Joe's being tongue in cheek, they're so like they used to not be corporate, but now they're like everywhere. Well, not everywhere. I mean, they're in Idaho. Shit, like yeah, Trader Joe's. Trader Joe's has gotten you know like pretty far now. It used to just be like oh, it's kind yeah. of everywhere. It's in New York and stuff. So I feel like they kind of have to um, you know respond to that um, accordingly. Uh, but I always, I like, I don't know, I, it's really hard to offend me. So that I'm like the wrong person when people Challenge ask me about accepted. stuff like that. Yeah, but that's the thing. Whenever people ask me about like, if I get offended over, over stuff like that, I'm like, no, like I just, for me, I, I'm, maybe that's a bad thing. Cause I'm so used to the way things are, hmm. but yeah. Um, yeah, I the, don't care. The, um, so, sorry, not his name was Ming, Sam, his name was Ming. Sai, I guess T S A I. I think that's pronounced Sai. Uh, and his his show's name was simply Ming. So so yes. we did we did See, we did it. get that right. Um, These are yeah, all things I. Don't he reminded know me of Chow Yun Fat. That sounded really bad, but he reminds me of Chow Yun Fat. Okay, just now the way his now face you're, is. Now you're getting racist. No, just the way his face. Like, cause like if you look at his if you look at the way he looks, it's um his hair, and never mind. No, I can, no no no. I'm he looking. He kind at of him. reminds me of Chow Yun Fat. Like Chow Yun Fat could play him in a movie version of his biography i'm looking at him right now i could see that sure yeah wow they used to shoot in milford massachusetts oh jeez. huh wow he's and he's tall you know i remember him being really tall which was awesome you know not that that mattered but you know <laughs> martin yen was pretty short comparatively but i want to say like he was like six feet or something me anyway could be he was a squash player at yale la da Look at that! I still don't understand squash. It, I don't. It's I don't understand the difference. Squash is the one that's very similar to racquetball, right? It, or is it, it? I mean, they're both played in those boxes, but they are different right. games. Uh, there is okay. There is a complete difference between that and racquetball. It's much faster than racquetball. Uh, the ball really racquetball. Racquetball's damn fast. Well, the ball is like you know, the it's smaller than it's about the size of a golf ball, shall we say? And a racquetball oh, wow. ball is like that of a tennis ball ish with no fuzz sure. on it. Uh, the bounce, there is no real bounce to a squash ball. It's very like, and the, there's regulations on where you can hit on the wall that doesn't have that in 
racquetball. So there's like an out of bounds like metal base that you can't hit when you're playing squash. So I I don't think well, I've never played squash, but the last time I the last time I played racquetball was um, Sam. What was the at UCLA the 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 sports center the gym that for stu- wooden the wooden center wooden yeah, yeah. Wooden center. I would go with my roommates the the the, the in the my dorm mates freshman year and we go play racquetball. Um, that was fun. The the um those rooms were, were really fun. I I enjoyed it. Yeah, I barely played. Yeah, the, I mean, I mean, in that. I I imagine I wouldn't. I mean, that that was a very nice thing for students to have the Wooden Center. Like it was like you know, an amazing very world class high end gym available to students. I I imagine that Wheaton had something similar. Right. Oh, we had a field house. Yes. Uh... That had wasn't state of the art. It wasn't state of the art. Did you have a art. pool? We did have a pool. We had a very nice pool, actually. Uh, we, had, you know, for our synchronized swimming team. Oh, nice! They were actually well ranked in Division Three. So. Hey, I mean that that counts. I mean, you were world world class water polo winners, but yeah. Yeah, yeah. you know. <laughs> I, we didn't. I, to be fair, to be fair, I don't know if we have a had a, have a synchronized swimming team. I'm sure no you idea. do. You guys have a championship for everything. Why wouldn't you have a synchronized swimming championship? That is a, that is true. Yeah, I still I think we still have the most championships, right? Oh yeah. Um, well, no, it's well, it's I Stanford Stanford was rigging the game for a while. Yeah, not like, anymore. I guess, they just got rid of half. Exactly, exactly. Stanford, um, they they have. Like a, what happened? They, well, they have a th- <laughs> well. Before getting to what that, they have a, a thing that they give out every year to to the school that wins the most championships in a single year. It's some sort of trophy. I can't think of the name of it. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, Stanford would win that almost every year over the last like twenty years or so, but they kind of rigged the system in that they have more sports than any other college. Like they have like um, thirty six, I believe. Um, Division One sports, right. which is more than even UCLA has. So of course they they'd be winning these smaller ones, and it became like I didn't really like even, cricket. Sure, I don't think that they, they, they probably think they have, have club, they probably club do. cricket, but like it became more well known because uh, last it was maybe last week Stanford announced that they're cutting eleven sports, um, it, because the they I mean they weren't making money on them anyway, but they were just unsustainable because since. The, you know, basically most college, most universities, they make all their money from uh, football and men's basketball. And then those, right. pay, those pay for all the other sports. But um, Stanford was just like, you know what, these 11 sports, they're not even scholarship sports. But like they, some of them were just insane. They're sports like lacrosse? I, sports I didn't know like existed. Fencing. No, no, like, uh, like, well, they got rid of fencing, which I knew was a, I mean, I don't know if that's Oh, a, well, I know probably, an Olympic fencer, so that would have been a bummer. Probably clubs level at most schools. I don't know if that's, yeah, no, that's but not, like, yeah. but they they had real specific ones. Like they had to get rid of coed sailing, um, a, a number of sailing sports, which uh, most schools don't have. But yeah, that basically that's how Stanford was. So at this point, Stanford might have overall more overall championships than UCLA because they had so many random sports that most schools don't have. They uh, they had eight more championships than you guys did. At 126 to uh, 118, I believe. Uh, that I was. Uh, yeah, okay, but, but I mean, we're talking about like major sports here, guys. Yeah. This big, a- big asterisk. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying that 
USC is at 107, and then the next closest is Oklahoma State at 52. Yeah. So we also have the advantage, you know, the, the advantage of a we UCLA has been playing a lot of the sports since the beginning. Not all schools have. True. Not necessarily. We've only been established since 1919. You know how long Harvard and Yale and all those other schools have been established? Um, like, when was true. the NCAA established? Oh, no. Uh, no uh, uh. But in any case, we're lucky because we get a lot of the swimming sports. I mean, let's be honest. Like, the West Coast gets a lot of the swimming sports, um, and we're really good at it NCAA, as well. NCAA was founded in 1906. Okay. Yeah, so we didn't start until, like, Berkeley started first, and then we started in 1919. Because we just celebrated our sale. Um, I, I really think that technically, yes, Stanford does have the most, but we're still ahead. I mean, we had such a good streak in baseball, uh, basketball yeah. with, for so long. Yeah. Um, our football is not so great, though, What'd let's be get? honest. It was fantastic our freshman year, yeah. the Cade McNown year, and then it's been downhill ever since. Every so, every few, you know, every five or six years, we'll like be like, "Oh yeah, we have a decent team," and then something it ebbs and flows. Yeah, well, maybe, um, maybe this year's your year, guys. I mean, Chip Kelly's been there what three years now? Uh, something like that. Three years too long. I'm kidding. Wow, yeah. he's he's a good coach, but <laughs> it's gonna take it's it. It's been taking him a while to get all of like you know, the guys that he wants stuff. on his team and organize everything. Yeah, you know, we'll see. I'm to... The um, it's funny we're talking about it because uh, I was listening to a podcast uh, a few days ago where where he was making jokes about it. But uh, evidently, just getting back to talking about schools that are claiming championships that were somewhat rigged. Um, I didn't know this. Princeton University has twenty claims twenty eight football championships, which you'd think. Princeton plays football. Uh, they do. But most of most most of them were pre NCAA. Like Princeton claims the very first uh, pro or pro football, very first college football championship in 1869. Yeah. When they they beat Rutgers, and that was the only game they yep. finished the season one and zero because they beat Rutgers, and they were like, "We're the champions." It's it's a uh, it's a it's, worthy it's, claim. It's, I saw championship caliber football when I was a child, going to that stadium. At Princeton University, that's where I do the, I did not it's now Princeton. They have a fairly famous basketball program. I did not know they had a football program. Yeah, uh, uh, Dean Kane played there and was drafted to the Buffalo Bills before tearing out his knee and then becoming a, you know, Dean Kane. Well, he was. We liked him for a while, but now he's. Is uh, he even around? Like, like, oh yeah, he's, he's, he's around. He, he's around. He's 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 gone the Scott Bayo route of I'm gonna go and Christy Swanson route of I'm just gonna go full MAGA to get attention. Yeah. You know, I expect I, I mean, expected he, that from someone like Billy Zane, but not from him. Oh, Billy Zane's a, a treasure. <laughs> oh God, I know he is. But you know how they Wait, like Billy, they villainize Billy Zane MAGA. Don't no, tell no, me you know how oh. they used to villainize Billy Zane all the time, and like he would show up in like Zoolander and stuff, just yeah. randomly, like oh. Like he's such a random person that I think that like it like I'm not surprised. But Dean Kane is so weird. I don't know yeah. if my logic makes any sense, but it makes sense in my head. I mean, I only to he'll, to me he'll always be Scott Peterson because he played Scott Peterson in the in the TV movie. And yeah, Modesto dude, another yeah. Modesto shout out. I mean, I don't even remember him from Superman anymore. Like I, I imagine some people are still associated. Um, it's Lois Superman. and Clark. Thank you. There's a oh, difference. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You're you're, you're right. <laughs> That is true. I mean, and Terry Hatcher had like a second or third career 
she got a big Desperate second. Housewives yeah, and Desperate Housewives stuff. The Housewives Desperate saved Housewives. her. Yeah, yeah. That gave that gave her a big second act of her career, and it gave Nicolette Sheridan a huge second act of her of her career. At the and then now they've since. Um, and Eva Lagoria first Sher- act of a career. First, yeah, true, yeah. But you could, and Felicity uh, Huffman, she's just always been awesome. So she was awesome before that show. She, I didn't even care that she's a convicted felon now. Nah. You know what? She served her time and she admitted to it. I, I think it's fair. I mean, I'm sure William H Macy knew yeah. stuff about it, but it was more probably of like, yeah, 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 like figured out kind of thing. Typical guy, like, sure. hey, yeah, you're handling it right. Oh wait, you're going to jail for yeah. it now because it's all under your yeah, emails. She, she didn't really. She <laughs> went to jail for like thirteen. Wasn't like thirteen days or something I, like that. Well, it was supposed to be longer, but yeah. of course, you know, Good overcrowding behavior. and all this other stuff. Yeah, and you're an actress and all this stuff. It, well, there's well, there's a I woman mean, serving five years for you know using her parents' address. It's something weird in I forget what. Yeah, state. Te- it's down in Texas. Texas, right? So she, yeah, her she kids could go to a about, better school. Yeah. So. Um, people do that all the time for football in Texas. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. come on. But five years for that? I, I don't know. No, I know, but, like, those people don't get caught in Texas. They're usually white. I mean, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm going to assume that she was African-American, right? You are like, correct. I know this is bad. Yes. But, yeah, like, people change addresses all the time. We do, I mean, us, <clears throat> our school under a bad name, but for water polo, like, we would have these foreign exchange students from Brazil randomly that were really good in water polo, shockingly, that for would random. play for our team. For high school? You know? Yeah, for high school. Okay. Well, I'm... and they would stay with a host family, and you know, but like people did it all the time in high school for sports, especially high school football. It's just yeah. ran- it's just random. You just realize that California is California when you have water polo as a high school sport. Yeah, because that well, did... we were really good at water polo. Yeah, but we don't have lacrosse. Go figure. Uh, I, I'm assuming you might now, because that maybe because that was growing when I moved out here. Like there was there were. A, a few club teams in the high school area and but i came from jersey which princeton's was like the school for lacrosse right. and that i always area. just associated lacrosse to east coast yeah yeah oh, that's about right yeah like a, i always think johns hopkins yeah, and, they're and, good uh, maryland university of maryland syracuse uh, was huge in it duke uh, duke yep duke is very good well they're they're more recognizable for other things of their lacrosse team activities true that so, is true. You know. Yeah, no, a lot of my, um, I was, like, so confused when I got to UCLA. Like, one of my friends that went to high school with me, he went to UCLA as well, and he joined the lacrosse team. I'm like, and play. And it's a club, it was a club team. Right. And he's just like, yeah, he's like, it's easy enough to pick up because he played football, and he was, like, a, he was actually a male cheerleader. And I think he was a male cheerleader at UCLA, too, but he just wanted to, you know, do something with sports. And, you know, he w- it wasn't like he was going to walk on to, football team or anything yeah. so it kept them active and stuff but i'm just like it's so random that you're just playing a sport that you've never played before but cool sim- they have and- similar character uh, characteristics isn't the right word similar um pain threshold kind of things you get beat well, with a well, the, stick the, the, the man the man who's widely considered to be the greatest lacrosse player of all time is also the one of the greatest football players of all time jim brown so they're yep. they're similar, and Jackie Robinson was a was a world not world class, but he was an incredible lacrosse player. Yeah. I mean Jackie Robinson was incredible. I, he at UCLA he led in like five different sports. Well, yeah, he was obviously ba- baseball is the one he was known for, but he was just an insane athlete. As many as many professional athletes are for the most part, and then you look at certain ones like how how are you a professional athlete? So true. I don't. But what was that? Well, see, you know, I think that the whole like college 
scandal would have made me feel better if they actually paid $500,000 to go to Stanford as opposed to USC. I know that sounds really bad, but I was like, wait, you pretended to be on the rowing team for USC and you paid $500,000? Just yeah. like pay that money and, and like donate a wing to USC. They'll totally well, let you let your daughters in. It's That's why it's such a weird thing that these, these people are getting busted for this because it it's been happening forever. Rich, rich people giving a school money. Yeah. Like dire- going directly to the school to get like a building named after them and then their kids get in. That's been going on forever. This is such like a weird, it's, it's just, it's just a weird. Yeah. They should have just done that. Lori Laughlin should have just been like, let's give the school a million dollars. Well, and the, and the funny thing is, is, you know, Dr. Dre like was bragging about his daughter, like getting into all these colleges and USC. Cause he really wanted her to go to USC. And I'm like, dude, you just, donated millions to the Jimmy Iovine and Dr. Dr. Dre, like, wing of whatever. I want to say it's, like... It was a music... ...media or something like that. Right. Yeah, it was, like, a music thing. And, and he's, like, bragging about it, and they're like, you're dumb. And but he, yes, he took that like, tweet she right also down. got into a lot of other schools. Yeah, and she got into a lot yeah. of other schools, so, like, we actually believe that she's, like, smart and earned it, but, like, it's just funny that he was bragging specifically about USC, and I don't even think she wanted to go to USC um, because she got into way better schools. <laughs> Aren't they all better schools? I'd rather go to Wheaton. I mean, I'd rather go to the. I'd rather go to the Illinois Wheaton. Wow, I, a, I, I, I honestly think one. you might want to take that back. Then USC. No, I'm pretty sure, is... dude. They they. No, one of my. <laughs> they were like the footloose of colleges. They didn't have dancing there until 2000. I hate I hate dancing. That's fine. That's so funny. Um, one of my friends uh, that I worked with at Viacom. Was she went to Southern Methodist University? She's like, yeah, those are all the USC rejects, like all the rich yep. kids. Oh yeah, and I'm like, oh my god, USC rejects people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, wow. and there's a, there's I was so surprised. There's a school in Florida. I, the name escapes me, but Samantha had a very very wealthy uh, friend in high school. Like his parents uh, basically own and run the the St. Louis Post Dispatch paper. They're extremely wealthy. And there's a school in Florida that he went to that are basically the SMU rejects. Like wow. it's ba- it's a school that exists solely for rich rich people whose kids can't get in anywhere. Florida Atlantic maybe? Them... No, it had, I, 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 I honestly I, I honestly Hugh, I think we've talked about it on the pod before because uh, because it's it's I'll look it up, but it's basically and I, I hate I hope I'm not slandering any other people listening to this that went there. But it's basically a school for rich kids that can't get in anywhere else. Um, mm. But yeah, like this this guy that Samantha went to high school with was exceedingly wealthy. Well, the thing is, is that like those are the people that are exceedingly wealthy that have no connections. Because obviously the ones that have connections go to decent schools, i.e. Penn for Donald Trump and other places. You know, yeah. either they have a legacy or something like that. But I hear that legacies aren't really working nowadays. Which is kind of nice, at least for me. Yeah. People like me. Yeah, I well, my whole family went to Mizzou. Like pr- prior to me, my my dad, my my, my brother, my sister. Disappointed like, you, know, in you when you went to UCLA? Uh, well, disappointed in the difference in cost. Sure. Yeah. Um. Yeah, but I otherwise I don't think. I mean, I. I had a lot of kids. I mean, Mizzou's a good school. It's actually I mean, an extremely good school. It has one of the best like journalism schools in the country. Um, I just didn't, oh, no, it's great. I just didn't really want to go there. Well, I don't blame you. Though I do kind of feel like, I mean, I loved UCLA, but I do kind of wonder, I, I feel, 
I have so many friends that went to huge state schools in like the Midwest. Like, you know, I have friends that went to Indiana, Wisconsin, Michigan, Michigan State. And there's just something about that college atmosphere at those big, not necessarily states, you know, the big, not even just Midwest. There's ones on the East Coast, too. But those big schools that are kind of just in the middle, like, um, they're in in the middle of nowhere. So, like, college, that college is all you can, like, we were in Los Angeles. We, you know, Los Angeles isn't a college town. Right. You know, the University of Missouri is in columbia missouri which there's just not a lot there so so it's like yeah i used to get so mad i used to get so mad at all the sports commentators when they're just like nobody is at the rose bowl and i'm like you do realize that school hasn't started yet because we always started in late september and also takes like an hour to get there like it's not like we can wake up and go to the coliseum like at usc and just like start drinking all day or or any college yeah yeah like any it was awful yeah that that I mean, the Rose Bowl is awesome, and it's kind of it's cool. You can say the Rose Bowl is your home stadium, but it sucks getting there. Oh, I've been there. Like, it's hot, and it's it is toasty in there. God, I went to a Rose yeah. Bowl game, and I was just like, "This is." It was the most extreme. You're like, I was sweating and then freezing my ass off at the second part of the game because it had become night, and there is no cover whatsoever in that that stadium. No, and it's in a it's in the like a canyon, so it's just a it's just a heat bowl. Yes. Or yeah. valley, yeah, yeah. It's but it's and and frankly, I mean it's it's, it's kind of a shithole. I I can say that because it's like family to me, so I can call it a shithole. But well, it's like they've not they've done little to no upgrades in the in the hundred some odd years it's been open. Have they talked about like the Inglewood Stadium doing anything for like college sports at all? They have not. Uh, no, I'd be I interested. Did, I did... It'd be it'd be awesome to go to Inglewood. It's actually closer. It's it's and it's ninety. I believe I saw it's almost. It was last I heard it, was, and this was a few weeks ago. It was like ninety eight percent completed. So, you know, if if the NFL it, it's it's ready to open if the NFL has a season. But I yeah I don't know. Fingers crossed that that keeps going. Yeah. So well, I mean, the good thing about construction is and and COVID is that it could still keep going. You know, like sure. less people are around actually, which is kind of nice. They're they're doing a lot of. Um, con- on campus at LMU, like right next to Josh's building. And it's actually, you know, been going up super fast because there's no students they have to worry about that's there, you know? Yeah. Like, Makes so sense. it's kind of awesome, you know, All, everything's going as planned. So, I mean, I guess that's one of the good things about COVID, you know, at least for big construction projects and whatnot. But uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, because they're not going to have any like in-person instruction for like, all schools um and so when kira starts kindergarten like she's gonna do it from home and i don't even know how that's gonna look like yeah they have like i mean it's hard enough right now zoom tablets and things like that i guess yeah each each um each kid gets a chromebook which is nice wow i know it's fancy cool. yeah fancy charter schools huh wow. i mean it's still public it's LAUSD, but um they each get a chromebook and they have this whole like schedule that they kind of outlined for us but and there's breaks and stuff, but like I keep forgetting, like you know, you get out of school at like two or three, mm-hmm. like even high school. So it's like, oh, what do you do the rest of the time? <laughs> <laughs> like if you're at home, it's like usually there's after school care. And you know, remember, like I don't think they use this term anymore, but remember, like being called latchkey kids growing up, yep. yeah, because like your parents worked, and then you just go home by yourself and just like make your own like snack and like yep. watch TV and play video games, kind of like yep. and do homework. But you're there, kind of so amazing, you, yeah. Yeah. 
you like, I mean, luckily I was the youngest of four. So like my siblings were always home or around. So I, it wasn't ever by myself, but like that doesn't happen at all. People freak out if there's a kid walking by themselves, like home from school. Yeah. That's a new, that's a new thing. Like but... even in the suburbs, you know, people will call the cops on them or whatever. I, I would sometimes just it's... walk home and my, my walk home from school is like three or four miles. Yeah, same. And yeah, no one, no one liked that one. So. Well, to be fair, I didn't do it willingly. It's like one of my siblings or my parents forgot to pick me up. So. That's not funny. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, it it wasn't at the time, but it is pretty hilarious because I would always bring it up to my siblings because I was the youngest. Yeah. And like I had so many extracurricular activities that like they couldn't really keep track of it, and so I would tell them in the morning like, hey. I have so-and-so. Like, I'm doing mock trial, or I'm doing academic decathlon. I'm going to be late. Nerd. I know. <laughs> oh, like you weren't in any of those things, Nate. I was not in mock trial. I was, hey, I was an athlete. Okay. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, I don't have, you know me, I have no athletic abilities <laughs> at all. I did stats uh, for swimming. That's how nerdy I was. <laughs> wow. Uh, well done. Well done. Well, and that technically got me out of it got me out of PE. That's the That's whole reason why I did it cuz I just hated PE cuz I hated changing in the locker room, that whole thing, and if you forgot your clothes, you would have to wear loners. Yeah. And like I just didn't, you know, it's it, people forget that like, I mean, and I was like a late bloomer too. Like people forget how like nerve-wracking it is to change in front of all these people that you sure. know. And it's weird cuz like your body's going through changes like you're a teenager and stuff and it's just not fun. No, I got it. Yeah. I mean, not that it was, like, a really big issue for me. Like, I wasn't terrified. It's just like, oh, like, I don't have to do PE. Like, I'll do this. Like, it was just very matter-of-fact. And people didn't like it because apparently, like, I got, like, a letter for it. You know how, like, letters were a big deal, like, in sports? Yeah. yeah. And you could put it on your Letterman jacket. So I got, like, a swimming logo thingy. And I'm like, you guys, I don't have a fucking Letterman jacket. Like, I'm not doing this to get any of these accolades. Like, I just don't want to do PE. And I actually really like stats. <laughs> we had a we had a really good swimming swimming and diving team. All the like, I mean, I would have to go to all those swim meets and stuff like after like on the weekends and everything. So it was a big commitment, but I actually had a lot of fun. Actually, I, I that sounds fun to me. I love num stats and numbers. Yeah, it's like doing like any type of sports stats. It's like taking you know like doing the baseball stats or, or football or whatever. Like it was it was a lot of fun. And because we were one of the only schools that had like the newest pool, we had like an Olympic sized swimming pool a lot of the meat at our school. So we didn't have to do a lot of it manually, like just because the scoreboard would keep track and I would just like write it. Like I didn't have to like actually get a time, a timer uh -huh. and like time it. Oh. It was very nice. Nice. Yeah. So like all these extra quick activities got me into UCLA basically, you know, but anyway, like they couldn't keep track of my schedule and I don't blame them, but I walked home a lot and I would just, like, stop off at my friend's houses on the way. <laughs> just cause yeah, just cause you? opportunity yeah it's one of those well it's one of those things where it's like it's like 5 o'clock you know or whatever and the sun's still out and like my parents didn't care where I was at the time you know cause they were working and my siblings were doing their own thing so I was just I would just take my time I actually really enjoyed it there's like you can't do that nowadays like I can't imagine Kira doing that when she gets older no it's not the same kind of world, is it, no? Plus, everyone has an app for something to get you somewhere. Well, yeah, that's true. But, you know, I was just um, reflecting on the 25 years of Clueless this past weekend. Oh. Ugh. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, and uh, how they would just, like, go driving around in their, like, new cars, because they're both 15, which they both didn't look 15, by the way. (laughs) Oh, God, no. No, like, what, um, I don't, I I can't recall all their ages, but I know Donald Faison, because he talks about it a lot on the Strubs podcast, but he was 26 when he made it. Um, I don't, I think um, uh, Alicia Silverstone was pretty close to, to, she was still a teenager, I think, when she made it. So... That came out what nineteen ninety five ninety five. Yeah, she um was she basically got scouted because she was in the Aerosmith videos. Yeah, she was in the two two. Yeah, crying and amazing. um, Yeah, yeah. And she she literally was scouted based on that those videos, which I found fascinating. Uh, Well, she wasn't she in the crush as well. The crush was after Clueless, wasn't it? I think. I don't know. She was in, um, I think she was in a lot of smaller movies before. Uh, Let me look. Let's see. Torch Song, The Wonder Years. Oh, was she on Wonder Years? Uh, the crush was 93. Oh, okay. So, there you go. And Crazy, she was in Amazing First, though. She was in three okay. uh Amazing Crying and oh, crying. Crazy. Crying's good. Crazy was crazy was the one that Liv Tyler was in too, wasn't it? Yes, I think yeah. So, Liv Tyler's great too because Empire Records is still one of my favorite movies. Uh yes. Even though she's kind of annoying in it, but whatever. Um, she's very annoying. Empire Records has got to be getting close to twenty-five years too, doesn't it? It was not much long later. Jeez, uh, I I know I remember them having a big. Thing for it recently, ninety five. Same year. Said the twenty five. Awesome, awesome soundtrack. We actually both Clueless and Empire Records had awesome soundtracks, but Empire Records was especially good. Yeah, I remember listening to those two and Romeo and Juliet soundtrack. Like I listened to a lot of movie soundtracks back then because they were so good, and they would yeah. release the singles accordingly. So you know there was obviously a strategy there, but. Um, there's not that many movies nowadays that have good soundtracks. I mean, they're okay. You know, but... another another one of our favorites that we always bring up, but also amazing soundtrack was So I Made It an Axe Murder. Mm. Oh, yeah. So it turns yeah, out that... Alicia Silverstone was about 19 when that was shot. Okay. Yeah. So she... Well, and Stacey Dash was like in her late 20s. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Yeah. But she looked the same, Paul, like no matter. Paul, pretty sure Paul Rudd was in his 40s in it, wasn't it? <laughs> he never ages. There's no way Jeremy Sisto was not 30 years old in that movie. He does not look like a high school kid. Well, how about what's his name? The skater dude, um, uh, Breckenmeyer. Breckenmeyer, yeah. He he was pretty. He, has he was to, pretty young. He was pretty young. He was born in seventy four. Whatever happened to the dude who played Christian? Christian. Yeah, seriously. You know the the. Oh, the the their, their Justin, her gay best friend Justin Walker. Is that his name? I honestly don't know his name. That is his name. Uh, I think he was on the TV show, wasn't? Oh. He was he was on that he was on that show that was um it was like a, a competitor of the man show it wasn't the man show it was the oh other yeah one. It, had, I it, had like an, it had like an X in the name it was called I but he was on that one it was not yeah the man show was Adam Carolla and Jimmy Kimmel then there was a competitor for that and I believe Christian was on that one uh, but he yeah he you'd think that he would have blown up after uh, after after Clueless sometimes things don't go that way. Well, it's funny because I, I made a reference to Studs. Do you remember that show? Yep. The dating show. Yeah. Single, yeah. yeah, and singled out. And, like, none of none of my coworkers, like, understood it. Oh. Really? Singled out was classic. Yeah. I mean, that was... Well, they're they're in their 20s, guys. Oh. Yeah, oh. That's true. 
No, that, yeah. I mean, it seems like Christian, that was his first big movie. Like, that's his first yeah, credit. I, I don't... So, and there is no... He was in VIP for an episode. Was that the Pamela, Ander- Pamela yep. Anderson show? Last thing he did was in 2005. So, called Takeout. Well, you know, well, you know what? Some people, sometimes people, uh, like uh, uh, Jake Ryan, the man, the myth, the legend, Jake Ryan. I can't hey. think of the actor's name from my, it's Michael something or other from Sixteen Candles. Yes, he chose to just stop acting. Like he was in, he was in two movies. He was in that, and he was in what was was it Mermaids? Uh, I think with uh, with Winona Ryder and Cher. I think oh, that was the other one he was in. Yeah, Michael Shuffling. Shoff- um, Shuffling? Shuffling. Yeah, and we were just talking about him on a group chat recently because he turned 60 this year. Oh, that Ocean. kills me. He was also in yeah. Vision Quest, guys. Let's not forget. The wrestling movie? Yeah. Was, wasn't that the wrestling movie with Matthew Modine? Yes, it was indeed. Ah, okay, so he did a few things. But, um, oh my God, Jake Ryan's going to be 60 this year. That's, uh, I mean, granted, he was like 25 when he made 16 Candles, so it's not like the character would be 60, but still. It's amazing how, how, like, yeah. God, he was, that means, I mean, Anthony Michael Hall, I mean, granted, Anthony Michael Hall and Molly Ringwald were super young when they made those movies, so they're probably only in their early 50s? I don't know. I would, oh, let's see. Molly Ringwald was born in 68, so yeah, she's, uh... 52? 52. Can, okay, 53. but still, that's... The, the, the she, you know, she and Anthony Michael Hall will always feel like they're going to be young. Yeah, they're actually the same age around. So, there you go. Little, yeah, the, little the... tidbits of trivia. Whether Molly Ringwald was actually born in 68 or it was, uh, you know, a little fibby-fibby. You, you accusing her, you're accusing her of lying about her age? Uh, an actress in Hollywood that's, lying about their that age? That seems very accusatory. I don't, that's allegedly, you're, you're being, this is slander. This is true. Mila Kunis is only, the only person I've ever heard of who aged herself up for a role. I lo- that is one of my favorite stories that she always tells too. That she, yeah, she um, when she did the audition, she was only fourteen when she auditioned when she got the part for that '70s show, and they were all eighteen at right. least. And they, um, I thought she was sixteen. He, I didn't know she. No, I didn't realize she was that I much think younger. She, oh, you could you could look at it. I she was. She okay. She might have been sixteen, but she was under eighteen. Yeah, and they and they. I don't know why. This, of course, this is based on her telling the story, so who knows how accurate. But yeah, she said the producers, when she was auditioning, asked her if she was 18, and she said that she was going to be 18, but she didn't specify when. So, so I, like, she, was, she was the only one on that show that was actually playing the right age. I don't remember if it was 14 or 16. But, um, yeah. Oh, Macaulay Culkin popping back into the, uh, the queries there. Oh God! I forgot. He and Mila Kunis dated for for a really long Eight time. Eight years, two thousand two to two thousand ten. Yeah. Totally forgot about that. I think people just like conveniently don't remember that. I once saw them bowling at the uh, the uh, what was it Hollywood Lanes? Yeah. Was that the remember the old Hollywood Lanes? Yeah. It was open twenty four hours. It's uh, I believe now it's a John's supermarket. Of course um, it is. Wow. That was that was where they I believe that's where they shot Big Lebowski. Was at Hollywood Lanes. I it think was like you are a, correct. an old school bowling alley. Um, I I went there. I was there late one night, like on a weekend, and Mila Kunis and Macaulay Culkin were like bowling in their pajamas. I, I want to say Macaulay Culkin might have been wearing a bathrobe. I wouldn't be shocked because they just didn't care. They just didn't care. It's like 
who did I see? I saw like Michael Sarah out karaokeing at uh oh I forget the spot now. It was a sushi bar. Rice monkey. No, no, it was down on Holly it, on Sunset. It was past the 101 or towards it, like uh, where the new net, where the Netflix building is now, which I don't know. If oh any, yeah, yeah, down at the yeah the 101 and where the Denny's is, and there was a sure. there wasn't Miyagi's. Oh man. Oh oh, I know the place. It's in the Gower Gulch, isn't it? Yeah 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 yeah. Yeah 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 yeah. yeah I know. I don't remember what it was called, but I remember I I, I went there. Yeah. Yes. It was just you know uh, random randomness. I actually saw. Um, I don't remember if I sent you the like um they just did a one of the a zoom reunion for uh scott pilgrim oh just speaking speaking of michael Sarah, and they got everybody like i i just saw a screenshot of the of the zoom picture right and i think you know what i don't think chris evans was in it but i think everybody else like you know that movie had an insanely big cast and they got everybody and I, i i don't know where you can go to 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 watch that or listen to it but that would be pretty fun I would assume YouTube would have something. I yeah, well um I don't think this was, you know, Josh Gad has been doing that that series that, during quarantine where he's been getting cast together. Like he did Goonies and he's done a lot of them. Oh, you just Google. And I think he just Google it. I, I just found it. It's oh. like an hour oh, and a half. There so, there you go, people. But yeah, like yeah, like Aubrey Plaza, Brandon Routh, Michael Sarah, they were all there. It was uh, I I I wonder what Michael Sarah's been up to. Like I know, I know we, just, we discussed we discussed him at length last week, but I know Chris Evans uh, is there. Oh, he was there. Yeah. Oh, there was some one of the there was a there was a major cast person that was not in it because I I noticed just looking at the photo I'm like oh I don't I don't see them I just for life me like, oh it was Kieran Culkin I don't think Kieran Culkin was in it. Um. Oh, I was about this, to say I don't see Michael Sarah. Then I'm like oh he's the top. He's right. up in the yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. this uh wow this this has become a Culkin heavy uh. Uh, podcast but i you know what i i'm gonna go out on a limb and i don't i don't care if this is um this is a bold hot take but i think kieran is the best of the culkins i can't argue with you at the moment he um and that's you're right have you seen the session yeah i don't even watch the session like i i like him but i mean it's it's scott pilgrim he was incredible right um another movie that goes down i was gonna say Igby goes down is such an underrated movie he and ryan philippi are just hysterical together um but yeah, he's you know he's great. I'm just trying to think. Wait, was there was there another Culkin? That I'm, I can't think Rory. of Rory. Rory, that's Rory's the, one. the third one. Who's also an actor and and looks looks a lot like Kieran. Yeah. Oh well, of course. I mean, I mean, Kieran. Wait, Kieran's obviously Kieran's best role ever is is the the little cousin in Home Alone who pees himself after drinking Coke in the at dinner. Uh, I can't think of the character's name. Um. Uh. Oh, let's see. If. Though to be fair, um, it's the the only thing that would make me consider put, putting Macaulay back in that league. And I, you know, Macaulay obviously had his 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 movies as a, as a younger kid, but he, his character in Saved was incredible. Oh, great character! I was actually just it's strange even thinking about Saved, also because Mandy Moore, the love of my life, is in it, and she's awesome in Saved. But I it, I was just thinking about um, you, do you remember Jenna Malone, who was the lead and saved you know she was the pregnant teen right uh what whatever happened to her she was like a big time you know she she had a run where she was in a lot of things she wasn't like was she in now and then no did i make that up no she was in a lot uh, of stuff she she was she she had a run where she and she was also the movie we spoke about last week that um she played kelly preston's daughter in for love of the game oh. so uh, uh 
Oh, and getting back to our discussion last week when I was naming baseball movies, I, it occurred to me a few days later, I forgot the best one ever, The Scout with Brendan Fraser. <laughs> how like, how, how did, dare you forget uh, that? Steve Nebraska? I mean, that, that's top five. That might, he might be on my Mount Rushmore. Um, oh, by the yeah, way, the, you, the character's name was Fuller. The cousin? Yeah. Yeah, where they, they, didn't want, they couldn't give him any soda at dinner because he'd pee the bed. Oh, Macaulay Culkin was in Saved. Or, or we yeah, say, that's yeah. what I, that's what I was talking. About. That's what I'm saying. Um, Gen- that would that that he was so good and saved that I might retract my statement about Kieran being the better one. Oh, Jenna Malone was in Hunger Games. Oh, was she? Yeah, I, I saw I saw the first Hunger Games. I didn't see the other. She one. was in the second and third one. Oh, okay. Uh, so she's she's still working. Contact as wow, okay. Um. Contact was the, the, the Jodie Foster. Yeah, contact? she plays the young Jodie Foster. She was in Batman versus Superman. Oh, really? She's been. Oh, there you go. You know, keeping busy. It seems like. You know, you another know. one. She looks I... like she could have been. She could be the daughter for um, what's her name from the Gilmore Girls. Oh. She looks like a lot L- like Lauren her. Graham. Lauren yeah. Graham. Yeah. Um, you know, there's another actress who I recently saw because she commented on somebody else's Instagram. Was but as an actress, I completely forgot about it. it. Was Mina Savari? Oh yeah, like she had a big run too. You know, I mean, obviously American. She was in the American Pies, but also American Beauty. But she kind of just vanished as well. Again, like like we like I said earlier with Jake Ryan, a lot of these can be by choice. Like it's not necessarily that people just stop getting cast and things. They might have just quit acting. Like Phoebe Cates famously just quit acting. Like you know, sometimes it's a choice. Well, I mean, I mean, she has Kevin Klein. I mean, she married that's, him. Yeah, and yeah she's she, fine. She, she wanted to raise their kids. I wouldn't say I shouldn't say famously because much like people listening to this might not know what my girl is. People might not know who Phoebe Cates is. Well, they know who Phoebe Cates is. Whatever. Who cares about them? <laughs> I'm kidding. That is true. I I think <laughs> Mina took a little time off, but never really. I'm trying to. There there had to have been a movie where it just kind of went sideways and. Well, she she her career was almost derailed by that um, the awesome uh, Jason Biggs movie Loser. Oh, um, that one was real bad. I'm a, I'm a very big Jason Biggs stan. I'm a big fan of his his entire oeuvre. but um, Loser was really bad. Yeah, it was not really good. really bad. Yeah, that was more of a Jason Biggs thing than a her thing. Oh, absolutely. No, but it. I mean, it did. I mean, she was the lead in it. Yeah. I mean, rumor has it, uh, the Jennifer Aniston. Uh, Kevin Costner. Kevin in that Costner. Too. Yep, she was in Spun, which was an indie classic. Oh, I remember Spun. Wait, Sugar- we're still talking about Mina Savari. Yeah, we are. Or- Sugar and Spice, The Musketeer. I remember Sh- Sugar and Spice. That was about the cheerleaders, wasn't it? Yes, it was. Weren't they like cheerleaders who were like bank robbers or something? That's what they were. Ah. Uh, I mean, but uh, that's going it- back to '04. So I, she's been in plenty of things. It's just never, never really kind of reached that level that everyone expected her to. I guess. Well, well, it and, looks and, like she did lip sync battle against Alicia Silverstone recently. Well, that makes sense. I mean, yeah, cool. I'm sure they did a lot of clueless and fun stuff in the 90s. Well, it, and it looks like she did American Ninja Warrior. I don't watch any of these. I watch lip sync battle sometimes, but I don't remember. Um, you know, another not not that this is we've totally gone down the trail of of people who disappeared, and I don't mean to make it specifically actresses. They're just the ones that are coming to mind. But getting back to American Beauty, like Thor Birch, kind of just disappeared. I can't think of anything she did like post Ghost World. Oh, yeah, that was a good movie. That was a great movie. 
That wasn't that. Didn't that basically introduce us to Scarlett Johansson? Wasn't that one of her first movies? I believe it was. I mean. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of Scarlett Johansson. Oh well, no, no. It's, it's, the the Horse Whisperer, I think, was her first movie. Oh, she did she The Walking Dead. That... Uh, Who? Uh, Thora Birch. Thora Birch, yeah. Oh. For nine episodes. Uh, I'm I'm just like yeah, it's you know small things, nothing, you know, TV movies and TV shows and like indie films. Oh yeah, she did that movie about the she did that Lifetime movie about the girl, the homeless girl that went to Harvard. Um. It was, it was pretty good. That was like that, again. That was like ten years ago. Uh, once again, I'm looking through these things. And I'm like, I watch a lot of things, and I'm like, I got, I got. Well, the, the, I mean, I watch Hocus Pocus every year, guys. Come well, on. that's classic. You have to watch. <laughs> yeah. that one. yeah, absolutely. <laughs> she plays the youngest daughter, right, or the sister? Who Thor Birch? Yeah. Uh, I don't remember. I. I don't watch Hocus Pocus every Halloween. I know it's a big, it is a big tradition for a lot of people, but I don't. What? Really? Uh, well, I, I mean, I, I feel I like don't, it would be right I, up your alley. I don't, no, I don't dislike it. I have nothing against it. That's just, I don't, I don't really go back to it every Halloween like some people do. It's just, it's just okay. one of those classic, I mean, Ernest, Ernest goes crazy or whatever, or Ernest gets scared. Is that the, uh, Ernest, Ernest, uh, Hugh, it's Ernest. Scared stupid. Scared stupid. Oh, yeah, come is. on. Okay, I'm. I'm it's been a the while. Classic, the classic. Yeah, I'm a big fan of that entire series. Ern, I mean, Ernest goes to jail. Obviously, the classic when he gets electrocuted um, and. Yes. Then becomes... uh, and then, well, there was Ernest. Er, Ernest goes to camp. Number one. Ernest. Yeah, Ernest goes to camp was the top. Right. Ernest goes to jail. Ernest scared stupid. I believe there was a Christmas. One. There was. Um. Yeah. Those were really dumb. Ernest Saves Christmas? That's the one. Yeah. Oh, God. Hey, yep. you made a career. You made a good career. Hey, why not? As you know. It was it was a show. It, it, it was a TV show too, wasn't it? No, I think they started they started. Well, they, had they had a was, cartoon. They had a cartoon. Well, I believe the whole like Ernest and you know he always talked to Vern off the who who's off camera. Right. I believe those. I mean, I, I could be wrong. I believe they started as commercials for something, and it was kind of a similar situation to how they tried to turn the the Geico cavemen from like a really clever commercial into like a a series. But the Ernest one actually worked. I can't remember what it was a commercial for, but I it was uh-huh. I I yeah I, I can't think of it. But it, I believe that's how it's they started. It was a it was for TV campaigns in Nashville initially. So yeah, it was for some. Yeah, I, I knew it was something. It was, and then it became huge. Yeah, and they made what the five five or six movies. So good on them for creating that one. So and then and rest in peace. I believe he died like fifteen years ago. It was a it was a while back. Yeah, it was. I believe he passed away from cancer. <sighs> way to way to end the show on the high note, Nate. Bring it, bringing it all. Ah, uh, that's what i do that is what i do well i can't wait to have up next week i can't wait to have updates from my um my week at the lake house yeah we were so, looking forward to hear what you have to say about what goes on in the lake house i have no idea what i'm going to do at the lake house because i don't swim or boat or fish or you know but we'll see i'll have updates hey, I, you I could imagine... sit on a you could sit on a boat for a while just make sure you put sunscreen on well no well i believe i'm gonna start writing my memoirs i believe are you going to um, be writing someone I, five my, years my plan, in the future? 
Yes. My plan is um, I, at some point, I imagine there's a dock situation similar to Colin Firth's in Love Actually, and I'll just be sitting at the end of the dock with a typewriter. I imagine that's how it's going to go. Yeah, and some Portuguese. And then, like, then what? Then one. Well, I was going to say more than likely one of the kids is going to pick up the coffee mug, and my, all of my pages are going into the lake. I don't think there's going to be a Portuguese housekeeper that I fall in love with, but you never know. Stay tuned for next week. Keep that, those fingers crossed for that's, you, my friend. The teaser for next week. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see if Nate found <laughs> love at the lake house. <laughs> hey, I think. Um, I think Sinead's able to do it next week too. Oh, I talked cool. to her. All right. So we'll see. We'll figure okay. that out. We all might out. have a special guest. That's excellent. Just be sure to get me the email so I can send it to her. So. Yeah. Well, I mean, like, it'll be interesting to hear her perspective on things because she lives in Ireland and she's been there for a while and they've definitely done so much quarantine compared to us and they're fine now and they could see people and have fun. I mean, it's still restricted a little bit, but yeah, they're like, normal lives are back to normal. So. Good for them. Yeah, I'm a little jealous. Way to go. Yeah, I'm a little jealous. Way to go, Ireland. Doing something yeah. right. I'm sure Wales is, is the same. <laughs>